Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Today, we'll be going Christmas shopping and exploring more of God's Word, the Bible. So please stay tuned and join us for the next 15 minutes. Such a great idea for all of us to get together at the New Garden Mall. I like driving through the snow with the big snowflakes coming down and hitting the windshield. Grandpa's car was spinning and almost got stuck at the stoplight. That was cool. They were cheering me on to get stuck. Can you believe that? You guys, you remind me when I was a kid. But if you got stuck, you wouldn't get to the mall. We didn't want to get stuck all night, just for a minute or two. What do you mean you don't have any more? That guy doesn't look too happy. My son Myron is going to have Battle Galaxy for Christmas. Am I making myself perfectly clear? I'm sorry, sir. There's nothing I can do. We've been sold out for a few days now. I won't take no for an answer. I want to talk to the store manager right now. Wow, he's pretty upset. Say... I have something you might want to read. Sure. Will 2011 be the end? Uh, would you like one too, sir? What are you, some kind of weirdo? Please, take it home with you if you'd like. Look, guy, I don't appreciate you people scaring my boy about some end-of-the-world nonsense. Here, take this pamphlet back. I don't want to be mean. We're nice, respectable people, you know. Have a nice Christmas. Let's go, Myron. Joey, are you okay? It's sad that people don't want to hear about Christ's return and the end of the world in 2011. But I I guess that's to be expected. Joey, I just try to remember that I could be one that refuses to listen to God's timeline and warning of Judgment Day which is very likely to happen in 2011. You're right, Joey. We shouldn't be surprised at all. People don't want to hear about the end of life as they know it here on Earth. Not to mention Judgment Day and hell. That's the main thing to be really concerned about. Luke 12:15 says, And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. Hey, look, there's Mr. Zotke. Aww. Mark bought my wedding ring at his jewelry store. Hi, Mr. Zotke. Hi. Hello, Mr. Zotke. Hello, Mr. Zotke. Hi, Mr. Zotke. Hi, everyone. Hi, Maria. Hi, Mr. Zotke. You can call me Mr. Zuki. Oh, I remember that. So do I. After Maria mispronounced the Zotkes, when you were picking out your wedding ring, I was offended. But after I thought about it, I realized it was quite cute. Say, do you boys and girls have a verse or two 
to share with me for Christmas. Because of the track you gave me, I've started to read the Bible. Oh, that's wonderful. Here's one, Luke 2, verse 9 through 11. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Oh, that's excellent. I have one too. Matthew two ten through 11. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. Thank you both so much. You're welcome. Sure. Mark and Aline, married life is good for you? Absolutely. It's great. Very much so. And we're expecting another child. Someone else who can call me Mr. Zuki. (laughs) (laughs) Here are some coupons for ice cream pebbles. Each of you gets one. Oh, oh, my my heart. Mr. Zaki, are you all right? My arms hurt so much. Quick, honey, call 911. Thank you for praying, Mr. Gunther. All we can do is trust the Lord. I can't believe this is really happening. It's just like you say so often, Mr. Gunther. We have no guarantee that we will breathe our next breath. Grandpa, why do so many people live as if they will never have to face God and answer for their sins? Well, Rudy, Ephesians 4, 17 through 18 explains that it has to do with their spiritual blindness or deadness. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Another passage that comes to mind is 1 John 2, verses 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. That man and his son were so preoccupied with that video game. Even if we are a child of God, Lizzie, we have to be constantly praying for mercy and strength that we would not be distracted by the things that this world offers and by our own lusts, since we still live in a body that lusts after sin. This seems especially true at this time of year with all the gift giving. You're right, Maria. All the focus is on material things. 
not on the fact that the Lord Jesus came into this sin-cursed world to bring salvation to his people. That's exactly what Matthew 1.21 points out. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Don't some people think that Christmas is about family and friends and helping others who are needy? That's correct, Joey. They do not recognize mankind's greatest need, which is for a Savior to wash away their sins in order to escape God's terrible wrath, which is soon to come upon this universe to destroy it. Listen to what 2 Peter 3, 7 through 12 teaches. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heaven shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Isn't verse 8 a time clue about the end of the world, Mr. Gunther? Yes, Mark, it is a very significant one, too. What do you mean, Grandpa? Well, Maria, Genesis 5 and 11 are important calendars that God has set up. They help us to understand the precise dates for key events in biblical history, such as the flood in Noah's day, which occurred in 4990 B.C., and is highlighted in 2 Peter chapter 3. That's amazing. Yes, but what's even more amazing is this. If we use the time clue in 2 Peter 3.8, one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day, and apply that to the fact that God told Noah when the flood would come seven days before it was to happen. In other words, Seven times a thousand equals 7,000 years. So, if we go from 4990 BC to 2011 AD, subtracting one, since there is no year zero, when you go from the Old Testament to the New Testament, you arrive at 7,000 years exactly. Well, it seems that your friend will make it, but it was very close. He had to have bypass surgery. He's out of recovery. Would you like to see him now? That would be great. We'd like to sing him a Christmas carol. I'm sure he'd really appreciate that. He certainly has to be thankful. We all do. Infant holy, infant lowly, for his bread of God. 
questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach of Bible Ministries International in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled, Are You Ready? May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye. Have Have a blessed Christmas. Christmas.